Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome back to another Feed podcast with your host Shabir Hassan. Uh, alhamdulillah, hope you're all uh, having an amazing day so far. And uh, today's episode is going to be uh, really interesting, not just for you all, but for myself as a as a host in particular. Um, it's We're almost going to be exploring a new world right it literally is it's, it's literally like another new world uh which is the world of technology and apps and social media so it's going to be interesting because there's a lot that i actually personally don't know about this world quote unquote so we're going to find out uh, a lot more about it inshallah through not just one guest but we have two inspirational guests uh who for me that because they're local like they live here um in London, they're local, you know, in, in the United Kingdom. I know we have, mashallah, like the Umfeed families all over the world. So here, more local to us in London, uh, we have these two inspirational individuals who uh, have come from, you know, very humble uh, beginnings, we could say, but they've really chipped away and they've they've come with these, uh, you know, amazing new apps, mashallah, that are making waves. So they've made the headlines for all the right reasons, we could say. Um, so I'm going to introduce, inshallah, our first guest. First and foremost is uh, the founder of the Islamic GPS app, which we're going to speak about a bit more in detail. That's Brother Iqbal. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, salam wa barakatuh. Are you probably okay? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Look, listen. You, you, you're a bit stiff right now. Yeah. Nah, like this, this is, we know each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Listen. But this... when you have a microphone, it's quite difficult. Look, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Thank you so much for joining us. That's fine. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. And uh, the second uh, guest, again, another good friend of mine, who uh, you might have seen a post circulating. Uh, in the more recent times, um, with his app, which is we, again we're going to speak about, it's, uh, it goes by the name of Scoodle, okay, and uh, maybe from the name you might not be able to tell exactly what that is, um, but we're going to find out more about it. And actually, actually I'm not going to mention who invested recently uh, in the startup, but we're going to find out more from him. This brother Ismail Jailani. Assalamu alaikum. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good, good. Alhamdulillah. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. I know uh, you have a really busy schedule and you just, if you manage to fit this in, alhamdulillah. Just somehow. pretending to be important, to be honest. <laughs> alhamdulillah. No, honestly, it's, it's a pleasure to have both of you here. The two eyes, so we have Iqbal and, and Ismail. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's good to have you both. Have you have you two met before, by the way, in person? Yes, I've we met. seen you. Was that one of the conferences? Yeah, yeah we were at the conference, yeah. Yeah? yeah? We were at the conference, yeah. Only for a few minutes. Okay, yeah, good, good. So briefly. you get to... You get to bond a bit more through the technology side of things, inshallah. Okay, listen, so uh, we're going to start off with a really serious question first uh, to get things going. Uh, Iqbal, uh, Android or Apple? Um, I'm a big fan of Apple right? because I work for Samsung. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> You're obliged to. So I have to have no... Yeah, but I think, well, depending on technical term, there's a lot of Android users. Yeah. So And Android users give you better feedback than iPhone users. Right. If you know what I mean, meaning is like they are more like when they download something, they like to review straight away. Okay. Hate or not, they they, they like to participate. They're more techy. Well, which one do you have then? And me, I have an iPhone. What the? Well, you, can't, you can't you can't just do that. You can't just like you know just. It's a personal thing. That's it. That's, that's <laughs> not okay. professional. It's personal thing. All right. Fair enough. You know. It just you not know, when you're carrying iPhone, you know, you're carrying something. You know, the brand. That's why he's. That's what, that's what it's all about, yeah. <laughs> and same same question for Ismail. Is it Team Apple or Android? Um, I'm an iPhone guy. Um, 
I'm still stuck in that I want a phone that just works and keeps working for a while. Um, I've had bad experiences with Android. I've been told they've changed. I don't want to take the risk. Right. Um, and it's interesting you mentioned that uh, Android users are uh, better at leaving reviews, but and uh, iPhone users spend more money. Yeah. Um, which is an yeah. interesting fact. Yeah. You know what? So, so both of you are basically you're on the other side. It's a good thing you're on yeah. the side because I'm Team Android all the way through. Like, whether it's my tablet, whether it's my phone, whether it's my whatever you know you have a chromebook uh no i don't uh, didn't think so. you have a chromecast, <laughs> chromecast I'm, as not, well? I'm not there yet no, i'm not there yet. <laughs> to be fair i've got a chromecast and google home like i actually like google's ecosystem yeah and it's pretty good i just think it's just easier man i think uh, apple is just restricted it's way too restricted you, know, you have to buy their charger you have to buy their this you have to buy their that i think uh android is just simple I simple think to it's, use it's, it's also in, um like apple is more about like you know you have to with us like a family thing yeah. Like with the music, Apple Music, you can't just do it to put your yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's, yeah. I know. Yeah. But uh, I don't listen to music, so I'm all right. MashaAllah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So let's let's find out a bit more about uh, about the apps, right? Because, you know, I, I, I've heard so much about <coughs> both. I've used both. I mean, so, for example, Islamic GPS. I'm not just saying it because you're yeah. here. Gen- yeah. Genuinely, like, when, when it comes to finding the Qibla, yeah. that is the one, that, that's the app that I open up. I, I think it's easy Thank because you. it's like, it's there, it's got the Kaaba sign there, right? Just calibrate it and yeah. it's done, right? So um, so for me, I do use the app and I know it has many other features, which to be honest, I haven't yeah. used some of the other features yeah. yet. But tell us about um, Islamic GPS, the app, um, and we could even say the, the inspiration behind it, you know? Yeah, so inspiration behind it, um, back in 2012, when I visited um, Istanbul, Okay. And um, I just went there just as a holiday, weekend break. When I went there, there's a lot of Islamic heritage, like mm. you know, blue mosque and every other thing there. There was no information about what it is, like especially like when you're there in a special town, you know, you visitors, and there's nothing there. So I thought myself, you know, let me come up with an app. And I've been mm. studying that time. Augmented reality it was very new mm. back in 2009 when I was studying, and 2012. So still the technology is very. Um, not being played around with mm. uh, much. Like, you know, there's not much of, a, you know, the software's out there, you can do it. So let's do it, my idea was, let's do one where it finds your heritage, heritage spots. So something was there, you know, back in our heritage sites, and yeah. it gives you this, oh, this is where this happened, that happened there. So from there, came back London, then I spoke to a few friends, and um, and then say, what do you think of idea? And then say, that's quite cool. Why don't you just put player places, like masjid, mosque, for mm. traveling, especially for like the taxi drivers. And then from there, I just, you know, came up with the idea. And everyone did, alhamdulillah, the feedback that I did get, it was quite good, positive. You know, it was quite nice. Wow, you know, mm, you know pops comes up everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. if you put information there. So so that's that's that's, that's the was idea from there. And then from there, I slowly made the team. Took time. Yeah. Because when I was asking help from people, it's very difficult. Because um, everyone's busy with their own thing. Mm. So alhamdulillah, yeah. And from there, we just strength to strength. And that's got the right team right mentality and then we sat down for let's do this and there's alhamdulillah that's that's where we started from mm. from we you know bootstrap with our own thing we didn't get any investors in yeah. we did have people like you know want to give money but then for it's not like through business it's more like a fun you know like myself i'm going to use it because i wanted to yeah find especially with the juma time mm. where to pray that's what that's the whole idea was so now basically um how many countries would you say that so we got 94 countries masjid inside that basically 94 countries yeah. and not just uh, uh, and what about like historical sites so historical sites would become Medina and Al-Aqsa Jerusalem wow so there's more but yeah. we still <clears throat> lot to do like um 
it's quite difficult, for especially uh, even someone from South Africa sending some. There's a new masjid built there. Yeah. So how can we verify? You know, I can't go fly over there and yeah. verify myself. <laughs> so, and we have, we, and then the technology that we have, they like, send us the location, we check it, give us screenshots. So there's a lot of mentally yeah. we're using that. There's no auto thing because if you give out the users to upload stuff, as you know, then you yeah. know there's no stopping there. So from there, I mean, from there's another one. There's a lot of inspiration from South America, where in Argentina and Brazil, where there's like a they use they don't have masjid there, like mm. especially for Friday prayer. So they they use someone else's garages to pray there. Mm. So this is the way people they give us uh, information to look. Can you add this in? Can you add this in? So from there, that's that's for for whoa. We're lucky enough where we are. We have matches everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is exactly. no, really nice. Ah, excellent. Uh, we'll find out a bit more about okay, it, so. uh, of course. And uh, then we have Ismail's Scoodle. A bit, a lot more recent, isn't it? Uh, we could say. Um, but I'd, I'd say it's a it's a different kind of app to to what Brother Iqbal has here with Islamic GPS. Um, uh, one thing that was really interesting is like how you say you, know, you could have an expert in Arabic, yeah, in Egypt, but you can connect. You can connect that tutor, we could say, with someone here that wants to learn Arabic. So tell us a bit more about Scooter. So um, at the most basic level right now is it's a platform that connects students with tutors. So mm. students can ask questions on any subject. Tutors can answer these questions because it gives them visibility. And then to follow up, you can book lessons with the teachers. I think kind of this idea that everybody has something to teach is pretty incredible when you align it with where the world is going to, you know, being recognized for what you're good at. Right. Um, Instagram has done a pretty good job of that. So people have become famous for whatever. Um, and I always phrase it as Scoodle needs to create like the Kim Kardashians of education, um, meaning in 10 years time. Like it, it's weird if you think about it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, th there were certain teachers that I've had in my life, like in primary school, for example, Mr. Skiller. Hopefully one day this gets to him. <laughs> Amazing teacher. He used to like draw cartoons to explain concepts. It was like, wow. Yeah. But you can't relate because you have no idea who he is and you can never come across him. Mm. Um, so teachers like that should get a certain caliber of recognition um, that is very hard to get right now. Mm. Um, it exists in the professional space because like, hey, you want to find out about me? You go to my LinkedIn. You can see where I've worked and things like that. Mm. Teachers don't hang out there because it's not really made for them. And they can't do much on Facebook either because that's too social. Yeah. So this ability to really create an identity for people that add knowledge and value to the world is a very powerful thing um, and that's what we want to be able to create mm, really interesting so how like in terms of how long has it been since you since you launched this app? Um, we went full time um, October of 2017 I think it yeah. was yeah okay and um, how what's the response been in terms of like users you know, is it just, would you say it's just uh, mainly from the UK or have you got... Um, like we're focusing on the UK intentionally. Um, okay. So th there's this thing in tech generally, uh, there are kind of different categories where mm. what you'd call a marketplace. Um, a marketplace is when somebody has to need somebody to get a desired outcome. Like yeah. eBay, there's a buyer and a seller and Airbnb, there's a host and, you know, a traveler or whatever. Um, mm. In our case, we uh, our case, uh, we need to connect two sides, a teacher and a student. Yeah. Um, so what that means is kind of for it to really work, you need to have the right concentration of both. Mm. Imagine having like tons of teachers, but nobody to teach. Yeah. It doesn't work. And equally, imagine having tons of key learners, but there's no teachers available. Again, it doesn't work. Um, so for the business that we're building, it makes a lot of sense to focus on where we are, mm. make sure the people that we have love the experience that they're getting and to grow out from that. Um, so, so far, there's um, I think over 15,000 people now that have used Scoodle. 
um, from the UK alone. So it's very concentrated in, in the way that it works. Mm. Um, those users have read the answers in the platform 120,000 times, and that's continuing to go, which is kind of the beauty of the Q&A piece. Mm. When somebody answers a question, it's not just for that student anymore. That knowledge is now accessible to everybody else everywhere. Mm, very interesting. So you, like, when I look at both your apps and when I take a step back now, I feel like both are linked with education somehow yeah. you know of course like Scoodle is a bit more you know like uh, apparent in terms of education but then even with Islam GPS I feel like because you're learning a lot you know you're going to all of these sites and you're still learning so that's amazing but um, you know just in terms of both your backgrounds like this is an open question yeah. to both um, did you have to study anything to do with tech and, and, and etc for you to get to this age or is it just like something that you just picked up and, and you had to learn yourself um, uh, yeah I studied design from early stage Okay. From college, design, art and design, then university on my BA, I done interaction design. Mm. Then I went MA on interactive digital media. So I always went to this tech. Okay. I was falling in love with tech. That's what I was good at. Well, I think I'm good at, but that's the thing. And rest of the stuff, I'm okay with it. But that's how actually, it's like, like more like a hobby. Yeah. If someone tells me, like, you want to work in retail, I'll give you that. Or do you want to work in tech? give you this i was always gonna go for the tech mm. just more like a hobby so you always were techie yeah there's not like nine to five or anything it's like once things get done working that's it yeah that's, okay that's, that's the thing yeah and in this while my life didn't make that much sense unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> i just studied things that i found interesting to be honest so yeah. um at college i liked philosophy i liked economics and i did both uh, mm. at university i studied politics and economics solely because I found it interesting. I had no other real reason yeah, yeah. beyond that. Um, I was interested in tech as a space. I, I kind of built my first business at university. That process of building something mm. is particularly exciting. Like you, you can't really match that with um, anything else. Like you're piecing things together and something that didn't exist now exists and you know, you're the driver of that and it's super mm. exciting. Um, so that was really, really cool to have. Um, in our case, a lot of the tech is built in-house by my co-founders, and now we've made kind of our first couple of hires. Um, so it's it's important, I think, to be tech aware, I'd phrase it as, um, because you want to know what's going on, especially if you're building um, a business that's within the tech space. Mm. But in my kind of skill sets in particular, I'm not the coder, I don't code. Um, I don't know what I do, but um, <laughs> this idea that you're meant to complement your um, team members not necessarily substitute whatever mm. they do so they code and they build the actual product and on my side I do my best to um, you know try and fundraise and get investors on board and mm. speak to customers and um, kind of look into the product roadmap and things like that so it works very well as a kind of combination of things well you must it must work well because what recently <laughs> the co-founder of Twitter um, is, am, I, am I right in saying yeah um, invested um, so yeah. how on earth did that happen? Because that's like, that's big, man. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we pitched at the Demo Day. Um, sorry, Demo Day is this thing that startups do. They like basically speak for a few minutes to a mm. bunch of investors. Um, so we were part of the University of Oxford's uh, program, which is pretty cool because we're in education. Um, and the keynote speaker that they had was this guy, the, the co-founder mm. of Twitter. Um, and Did you know that, by the way? Sorry. Just, sorry, just interrupt. Did you know that he was going to be there? Yes. Okay. You I knew, don't yeah. know when I knew that. I knew that um, at some point, building up to the, the okay. event. Um, and <clears throat> so it's interesting because he he founded Twitter and Medium um, as well. Mm, okay. uh, but there's a third company which people don't know about called Jelly, 
Um, okay. Jelly is a Q&A app, which has this idea that people have things that they want to teach and things that they want to learn, oh, okay. which is like a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't even like, oh my God, you started Twitter. It's like, hey, like, what did you learn? You know, <laughs> um, what did you wish you did differently? So he sold that third business to Pinterest. Um, and I was just super curious to find out how it worked mm. um, and what we could do and what we could learn from his experiences. So that was pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> and then we had a few meetings um, based out in uh, in San Francisco, um, mm. I think a month or two later. Um, so I reached out to him again saying, okay, we're coming. You, we should really meet up. It'd be nice. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, sure, you can come over. So we met him at the headquarters in, in Twitter. And again, it wasn't about uh, the investment side of things per se. It was actually yeah. just to learn. Um, mm. because he's been there before he shared a lot of his experiences uh, and then a few emails later like for him a lot of it was centered around uh, kind of his investment philosophy should this thing exist in the world mm. if the answer is yes he wants to be there to support them um, and oftentimes you find that the, the vision piece is a big part of the culture behind very mm. credible investors um, will this thing make a meaningful difference to the world such that without it the world would look different Mm. Um, and if that's the world that I want to be in, then, you know, do whatever you can to make that possible. So for us, this idea of, um, really creating this identity for the teaching space, mm. uh, is such a powerful thing. If you think about it, that, um, I guess it's compelling for us and uh, luckily it's compelling for, um, a few of the investors as well. Yeah. You mentioned the keyword vision, which I'm going to come back to, um, cause I feel like we need to speak about that a bit more, but since we're on the topic of like just pitching, but you must have had to do the same, right? Like a lot of yeah. pitching, um, got a lot of big boys in front of you, um, audience, public speaking. I take so, it you've had to do that a lot? So my pitching sometimes is on the street, someone I met. No, seriously. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, elevator like speech. So the fastest way. So I was, um, naturally, <clears throat> I'm not a speaker. So I was mm. fixing how to speak to people, not complicated, not use fancy words, mm. and be straight, easy. And um, and that's it. So from there, like I met someone actually on one of the, he's got this book called Islamica 500, like mm -hmm. list of all the Islamic yeah, top, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this, yeah. So I met him at uh, Olympia on the lift, <laughs> and he says, no, seriously, I'm joking. So we were third floor, we, um, and he says, Islam come, and then he says, what did you do? So, and I said to him, look, um, the app, you know, developing, finding mosque, this, mm. and then by the time we're done, I just showed him the, sometimes it's good to show people rather not to talk too much. Yeah. So, and when I showed it to him straight away, he, you know, we exchanged a business card and mm. we talked, and then he put the, in the list of the, my name there on the list. So, oh, was, so you yeah. actually made it onto yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so it was quite nice. See, quite so, so look, <laughs> this is what I want to speak because both of you just mentioned re two interesting stories, yeah. right? Um, Ismail, where you're just having a conversation, like you didn't go in there for the investment, you had a conversation with the co-founder of Twitter. And then like yourself, you're saying, well, like you're on the lift, right? So how important <laughs> is, uh, especially for the people listening, especially people who are got their own startups, businesses, whatever it might be, how important is networking and just... You know, because uh, even Ismail, like I've heard you speak at some events before where you've, where you've spoken about this concept of don't like, don't let any opportunity slip kind of thing, right? So how, like this again, open question, how important is this like networking and meeting people face to face and, and these concepts? Must stop. Um, I don't know, networking is a really weird word that people don't like. It sounds yeah. too fake and like, ugh, I have to network <laughs> speak to people yeah um but really it's if you have something interesting to share and you want to have a conversation that's actually all it is if anything the genuine part is the biggest thing that you can get mm. because nobody likes fake conversations um so for the most part in my case like it's uh 
having those conversations and being in the space where the conversation takes place mm. um and there's this thing that is phrased as paying it forward um or n not really knowing where something will lead to something else mm. and i mean really not knowing um so to give you a quick story um i remember so we had a kind of a smaller round of investment um back in october of mm. 2017 and the way that that investment so some of the investors happened at least was we were pitching at this demo day so you think okay we're pitching in front of a ton of investors that's where the money comes from because yeah. there's investors everywhere mm. but there was a journalist at this uh this event and he asked uh, so I, I spoke to him he asked me for a call about the event like hey these guys are yeah. great this and that um, and i said hey by the way like do you want to feature scoodle because you know you should ask for things and guess yeah. what he said no, because <laughs> um, they want a story because you know, yeah, it's not yeah. just about story selling businesses. Exactly. Um, so I said, like, you know, I, I paid for my way through university, built a business, all of that. Um, how does that sound? It's like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, on the back of that article, somebody reached out to him and he said, hey, do you want to meet this person? Um, I was like, yeah, sure. And this person was, do you guys remember Miniclip? Yeah, of the, course. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows Miniclip, right? <laughs> the games company. Of course, man. Um, so this guy was one of the C-suite guys at Miniclip. Um we're a very big business now, by the way. Yeah. They've had like one and a half billion downloads. Um, really? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I haven't heard of it. They, they shifted time. to mobile. Most of the mobile ah, games, I say most, a lot of mobile games are yeah. um, Miniclip. And one thing led to another, and he, along with a few other guys from that company, invested. Mm. Um, that's not a route that I could kind of pinpoint and say, this is how it's going to work out. I pitch here, I meet this guy, mm. this guy introduces me to this guy, and this happens. It just worked out in this way that I could never have planned. Um, wow. But none of that would have happened if... A, I wasn't in the room to begin with. And then B, funnily enough, I never asked the question to the guy to say, yeah. hey, could you feature us? So you never really know where things come from. Um, but what you can say for certain is that it definitely won't happen if you're not there. Yeah, and I guess moral of the story also is like, ask because, you know. You don't get. Yeah, if, if you don't ask, you don't get kind of thing. And yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen? You, you, you were told no, right? Initially, you just <laughs> you carry on, right? So well, that's, that's actually a really, that's an amazing story. Um, Brother Iqbal, yeah, I got networking. Uh, networking. So I really actually enjoy networking because um, you meet new people. You seem like the type that likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like you go there, you meet people. So especially when we have Islamic GPS, it's an Islamic product yeah, where yeah. Muslim Muslim gonna use it to pray. But <clears> actually, I give, give show that to non-Muslim. Let's see what mm. the product is. Because sometimes the main thing about the product is can they is user friendly, usable, and can they get their end product to it? You know, from like a story. Yeah. So I was networking, and then this person said, oh, we met my friend. She's a journalist, and she was there, one of the events. And I said, okay, well, let's go. And then she came. She was a business scholar. She's from Associated Press. And when she, um, I'm sure you heard of AP News. Mm -hmm. And so when she gave me a business card, I thought, well, they're like, these are like big guys because yeah, they're yeah. journalists kind of stuff. So I showed her this is the app, and this is how it works. And then she thought, all right, let's go and run London and see if we can find hidden mosque. And we done well, that's what we done one day. So we done like a half a day. We just going around and finding mosque, right? You know, Holborn city area, yeah. Shoreditch. There's a lot of prayer rooms there, and and then she featured on the on the news, and it's been featured on Indonesia, Malaysia, and that's where we got got more downloads from. Really? Yeah. So when that, that it's like, it didn't unplanned basically, it just happened. Again, it's one of those it's things. Just, it's just unplanned. Just... I say say like I at that time I couldn't have not talked to them. I yeah, thought, yeah. you know, why they know the users? You know, I could have said, you know what, I'm not gonna. It's no point talking. I don't want to waste my time. But I just talk to anyone, yeah, and yeah. the form that they can, you know, you exchange ideas. This is how I collaborate as well. The main thing is, I think before I forget, is collaboration as well. Like, you know, have a team, collaborate, have it with other um, people mm. because 
80% of stuff I wouldn't do it alone if I wasn't collaborating with others, especially with yeah, yeah. historical stuff. I'm sure you you know know about islamiclandmarks.com, the site. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of heritage sites there. So we thought, rather than me doing myself, let's collaborate and let's work together and let's make it into a big thing rather than, you know, I'm doing my own thing. And so I guess, I mean, it's a skill to have as well, you know, to be able to network, to be able to speak. These are all skills that you need. But this is the thing. So, like, I wanted to actually speak about, um, like, practical tips because there's so many people listening and watching that, you know, might want to start an app themselves, right? For example. So now, like, the thing is, like, is it is it easy, you know? Like, is it a long process? Can I do it overnight? Is there a lot of time and money you need to invest into? Some people might think it's just an easy thing. So, like, let's get some tips. I want you both to bounce off each other using your experience with apps and just throw out ideas for, for people that are listening and watching. Normally, What's the first step? First step is when you have an idea, okay. sketch it down. That's okay. the best thing to do. When you have anything in your mind, get a white pl- a pen or paper sketch or on the wall, just yeah. draw you out. Just draw you out and just be as creative as much as possible you can be. Yeah. All right. Then, then you just think, okay, all right. Because sometimes when you think it's good for you, that doesn't mean it's always going to work for other people. That's what I was gonna say. How do you know if it's a bad idea then? So like, some that's this we say that's why you get your friends and family. You got your WhatsApp yeah. group and other groups <laughs> and you share ideas. Anyway, you just tell them make sure they're not the copyright yeah. <laughs> because you need to get. Yeah. So you just get your few trustworthy, and you will know. Your heart will tell you as well sometime that this is a great idea, yeah. and I think when I was doing the masters, I was believing is whatever idea you think of, there's already someone already done it or experimented already. Mm. Maybe like not same level but a bit similar. Similar. So mm. we can see why they fail. And if you fail, there's nothing wrong with it because, you know, there's always, you know what, you've done a mistake, you've done. Fail can be like, you, you know, people gave you a lot of investment and you ate all the money or spent mm. all the money. Then you know, okay, they do, you know what to do next time. So there's no, always not a problem there. Okay. I, think, I think just have a creative as no, be bold as possible and share on with people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's stick to that. So we're at the beginning. We've <laughs> got an idea. Right, because I'm genuinely interested. I don't know, like I don't know this stuff. Yeah, if I want to make an app tomorrow, let's say I've got the idea. So Ismail, what's what would you what would you do next? Think about whether you need to write a line of code or build an app as your starting point, because usually the answer is no, you don't. Wait, um, hold on a so w- what uh, why I say that is because I, I think about it from the perspective of Scoodle, right? Yeah. Um, it's not the case for every single like business, but some businesses at least. In our case, what is the quickest way that I can exist in a week? Because think about it, what is the core thing that we're solving? Somebody wants to learn, somebody wants to teach, let's put them together, Mm. right? So what I really need is, say, five on each side, five teachers, five students. Yeah. Send a couple messages on WhatsApp or whatever, get a list of those five, put in a Google form. That's a a couple minutes work to get the form up and running and maybe a few hours to get the list of names and numbers and emails. Mm. Good. That's like you've got customers ready. Now go and match them. See what happens. Um, you start realizing that there are certain problems that exist that you would never have noticed by just writing an app. For example, um, location. Maybe you assume that people would just happily jump onto online lessons mm-hmm. until you realize, well, hold on a minute. Why don't, I don't get it. Like, it's a great teacher. Just do it online. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't want my, my kid to learn online. That's like business problem number one. Okay, go and solve that. Um, the reason why I prefer this approach usually is because imagine spending I don't know how many hours or how much money that it would take to get the first version of your app ready mm. to then learn that problem. It's like, damn it, like, why did I just build this thing when yeah. that was a week's worth of learning, if that? Mm. Um, so try and exist as quickly as possible. 
Um, I personally don't put too much weight um, on ideas because execution is what really wins at the end of the day. Mm. Like um, I always say this example of like, I, I, I think Airbnb is one of the stupidest ideas I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> if, if you actually think about what at, at the core of it, yeah. it's let a stranger live in your house with all your stuff inside um, <laughs> and then they'll give you some money. That's what it is. Okay, and I didn't that, think of it like that. that isn't, <laughs> and you think about how we grew up. Yeah, yeah. Um, that isn't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it worked. Um, and it worked not because, quote unquote, the idea was, I mean, in, in hindsight, yeah, it was a worthwhile idea. Coaches yeah, were shifting. Yeah. People became more trusting and whatever. But at the time, the idea didn't sound like it made, it, it made mm. that much sense. But it worked out. Um, if somebody gave me the idea for Uber like 10 years ago, before it existed, I wouldn't have made it the company that it is today. Mm. Like it's not the idea that wins, it's the team and the execution. Mm, and, and, and the simplest, simplest one, if you complicated stuff, that's it, it just becomes, that's why before you go to computers and stuff, pen and paper, old school ways, it's better to get simplified. Yeah. And I, I'm doing it myself as well, because I get excited as well, straight, straight <laughs> to thing. But you save a lot of time. Yeah. And when you save a lot of time, that means also money as well, where, where that can go somewhere else better, get better, you know, better develop a better team or yeah. better, you know, researchers. Sure. So this is there. Make it simple as better. Okay. So, okay, we, we've, we've done that stage. So now it could be, um, let's say, like, I, I don't know how to make, create it myself, right? Um, whether it's someone in-house like Ismail did or whether it's, you know, like, is that is that what you have to do? You have to get someone to then create the app? Is that is that what happens? You have to pay someone a, a, a lot of cash and then they go and make it? Once you give them the ideas, is that how it usually works? Yeah, so normally, like, say, you know, you have you your designers mm. that does design the app, which is the front look and feel, and then you got the coders where it does the coding, put them together, make it work. So, so what, do we, what do we mean by coding? It's, coding it's, it's is a word a, you hear a lot. It's coding is a language that you type and a special thing happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so right. you, you know, just say... If so you give me an example with your app, like so, coding. So coding our app, say, for example, like Kibla Finder. Yeah. So you have to find the, the you know, longitude, latitude, where actual, which, which way it is. Yeah. Put the code in, put the location where you are as well, which is through, through the Google um, map, GPS, yeah. and, and, that's, and then give the output as well. So, so, so is that so it's, like, it's like a literally that's why I said at the beginning yeah. it's literally like a whole world yes, with yeah. like a, its own language which you can learn technically you can you learn can, I mean you can, learn. you can learn the basic code by yourself you can go YouTube online you can learn by yourself mm. and which I always recommend everyone to learn it's good to know basic stuff mm. at least so even if you have someone they don't making you fool out of you you know they say oh to do this to move this today will take me 10 days it can cost you that much money mm. you know at least at least you know where you at you know that way so it's good to learn for himself as well. It's basically learn and also to know understanding the code, because that mm. that is very very important. Otherwise, you know um, you can get lost, and then your your passion goes. You know when you start on a project, you so much passion, mm. and then it can drain out because you lost so much energy. Yeah, yeah. And then you get like all this negative feedback coming from, and sometimes development as well. I don't know. Sometimes you get like a lot of stages where you get like nothing's working. You get that mm. stage, and sometimes you know put you down. <clears throat> That's how what happened to us. Yeah. What happened to it was <laughs> the augmented reality was coming all over the places. <laughs> and I thought, you know, what well, can't be us. <laughs> the most there in front of me showing that way. Now, seriously, it was. Yeah. And I could have just, you know, put them and said, no, no, forget it. Now, seriously. And I thought, now let's do this challenge. So you find where you ask people, mm. you meet people there. And I see, and then for, someone from Vietnam helped us out, and, you know, we got it done. So now we got online, yeah. web, there's a lot of potential now. You can do work. You don't have to speak to people. Just sending a few emails and got job done. 
Okay, so uh, Ismail, what else would you, general tips now um, for people wanting to start the app? You know, what else would you say that you should think of really? I keep coming back to that one core tip because it's the one thing that most people will never do, which is to just start. Okay. Um, there is like there is very little kind of point emphasizing one of these other things, assuming that we're speaking to people who have ideas in their mind. Mm. Right? What should I do right now? I should exist. Everything other than existing right now is not worth your time because these are problems that you're solving too early. Mm. Problems that you don't even know if, if they exist or not. Um, so I keep coming back to just figure out how to exist, mm. like whatever it is. So like looking at you know the company you're building, like mar- marrying people off. Mm. Um, what is the the quickest way to start to validate whether it's a good idea? Yeah. Find people that want to get married. Mm. Um, see if they're happy to pay you X. And maybe X is too high or it's too low, I don't know. But you won't know by just thinking uh, in your own mm. world, that type of thing. Um, so I always phrase it as, if you have an idea that's not like, I don't know, building a rocket, um, <laughs> what can you do to exist in a week? Yeah. If you can't do it in a week, cut it down. Build mm. an even, even more simple version. And now ask yourself again, can I do this this week? Um, in our case, it's can you get five students and five tutors in a week? Mm. If the answer to that is yes, do everything that you can to make that happen. Um, and this idea of kind of aligning yourself towards achieving something very tangible um, on a weekly basis and growing that is what's, at least in the startup space, is high, this idea of exponential growth. Yeah. If you can grow like 10% every week and you can sustain that for a year, I don't know what the number is, but it's a very, very high number. Even if you start off at like a pound, um, it becomes very big very, very quickly. Mm. Um, there was this idea of, I forgot what the saying was, we'd rather have like a pound a day and have it like double every day uh, or like 10 grand up front um, mm. and a pound a day double every day for 30 days is actually more because it's this mm. concept of exponential growth that people don't really comprehend yeah I like it I, li- I like that advice it's just basically just go out there and just, just do it because that that time you've wasted is time lost basically so get yourself out there so that's that's a good piece of advice for anyone watching and listening like if you're just thinking about starting the app just go and start the app and if you need any help Ismail and Iqbal are here to, to help you out. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. Okay. Um, coming back to the word, key word, which I don't want to forget, which is vision. Um, anything you want to do. I mean, it's not just about, we're not talking about just starting an app. We're not talking about entrepreneurs or, you know, people with startups. We're not talking about just leaders. But just in general, like, um, how important is it? Because I know Ismail, you, you, you've mentioned this word quite a lot. Vision. Having that vision. Um, would you say that it's possible to get from you know, uh, you know, A to B uh, or, or the beginning to the end without a vision. Is that possible, Ismail? It depends on where you see the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think this vision stuff was a waste of time, personally, mm. because it was very fluffy and wishy-washy. Like a motivational term. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, especially like all these random people on like Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> inspirers <laughs> and motivators. And like, oh, come on. Yeah. Um, I think what I realized over time is the importance in kind of what role the vision plays in making you want to do what you're doing Mm. Um, and you can very easily forget that Um, especially again in my space of trying to build something um, you get lost in bugs like things go wrong um, and things keep going wrong and um, one thing on the investor space that I face in particular is like it's very easy to talk about, you know, the investor that went well, who's high profile, and that's great. It's like, oh my God, like, that must have been so easy to get done. Mm. Um, but there's so many rejections that take place behind the scenes that nobody knows about. 
Like, yeah. And it hurts as well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, because with a, sm- a, a small company like this, it's not a rejection to your uh, business. That's not what's happening. It's a rejection to you because you are your business. Yeah, yeah. Right? And nobody likes to be rejected. Mm. You know, so you really feel this. And despite all of that, you have to go at it again mm. and try it again and again and again. And so you think, okay, when this happens and things like really suck and you're really low, um, what do you do to keep yourself going? Why are you bothering? Um, and that's, at least for me, where I find this idea of aligning your mind towards something that's particularly big, a worldview, a vision that really matters, mm. starts to make a lot. It starts to make a lot of sense. And part of that is speak about it a lot too. Like it, it's exciting to share your dream and to have people like, "Whoa, that sounds so cool." You need that. Mm. Um, but if that's not there, you're just going to get stuck in bugs and rejection. That's not a great feeling. <laughs> Yeah, and and what is your what's the vision of Scudel? Like a, um, in summary, <laughs> I want to figure out a way to phrase it. That's um, very easy to get. Mm. Designing a world where you can choose teachers and not schools. Um, okay, that is at the very core of what we want to do because mm. right now the recognition is always the institution. Mm. But the real skill sets, the real knowledge is never the institution. It's always the teacher. Yeah, very um, true. So creating a world um, where they have that first place position. I phrased that as the Kim Kardashian of education before, but that really, <laughs> oh, really, gosh. really counts. I was counts. hoping you didn't repeat that again. Um, <laughs> it, it counts. It counts. Like It needs to happen. Teachers need tens of millions of followers because yeah. they're just pretty damn awesome teachers. Um, and that's a good enough thing to work for. Uh, I think he's spot on. Yeah. I wouldn't be here or I wouldn't be st- going working for a large company if it wasn't for my teachers. Because mm. what happened was when I was finished college and did my GCSEs, pretty much I got zero GCSEs. I yeah. know I'm happy to say that as well. But who, I never thought that I'm going to go to university, let alone getting masters. So mm. because of the teachers, because sometimes it's like inspiration. But the thing called my vision was is the whole point of the idea of the app was is if one person using our app and find a mosque, that's that's my task. That's mm. the vision. Let's keep going as long well. Term, long term, isn't it? Long term, yeah. It's not like you know, like you know, when I went to one of the lectures about legacy, what legacy mm. I leave behind. I found myself, you know, this is the legacy I can do something, all right. May not make everyone happy or everyone there's a fault for let's let's do this. Mm. Let's create this. That's the, that's the whole idea was. So I like that you've mentioned that now because now we can bring it into another part of the discussion which I wanted to, to speak about, which is, no, it's, it's about, because we've had a general discussion now, but now that, you know, end of the day, we are Muslims and, and a lot of the things we do is going to be faith inspired, right? So um, of what are the, you know, what are the benefits when it comes to our deen, religion? You know, what can we do using, for example, technology and these apps and, and we could even say social media. We, we know there's plenty of benefits, but since you guys are there, you're, you're you know, you're in this field, what would you say like the, the benefits are? Because there, there might be a lot of people, for example, like they're probably thinking uh, it's a waste of time. You know, people are consuming too much social media on the Internet too much. You know, these apps are just taking over. Stick to your books, you know, stick to this and that. So, like, what would you guys say to that? Those people are probably still riding horses while they drive cars. <laughs> like, what do I do with that? Um, wow. I was a camel. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is, right? Um I, I think um, Muslims personally mm. should stop building <clears throat> things that are just for Muslims. Mm. Um, like it's it's 
great to serve the community and there are needs to be done and there are people that will do that mm -hmm. and there are people that will continue to do that and that's great um, but this whole idea that a Muslim is there for mankind mankind is not entirely Muslim that doesn't make any sense yeah, to just course, solely yeah. focus on that aspect alone um, value add expands above and beyond just your immediate community um, so for me it's like this idea of education and teaching mm -hmm. um, yes at the heart of that is the person that I am and what I believe in um, but the good that comes from that extends above and beyond everybody that I know mm. and everybody that they know that's what we want to achieve um, and yeah as far as I'm concerned that is pretty much a core part of what it means to be a Muslim mm. very good point it's true I mean the, like you mentioned because that is our core, core teaching we've discussed this in other episodes on the podcast mm. where we we are you know we have been produced for mankind you know and like Ismail nicely put it mankind is not just Muslims you know we're there to benefit you know, uh, other than that, and, and other communities as well. So, Brother Iqbal, what would you say um, now, to, to these people? <laughs> only thing I was like, say, how do I inspire people? Like, I can't yeah. become an imam, or I can't yeah. become a... Like, Not everyone know, can become imam, imam and scholars, yeah. Muftis and inspire talks, you know, mm. on YouTube and get... <laughs> 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 but I thought, let's do like technical, you know, through tech. Like, yeah. it's like it's like, like it was like an idea generated, come up with this. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that, that's what was mostly... You know, for my thing is my more personal thing is how can I do this? My one of the first, um, you know, Islamic projects that I thought let's do it, and also we got, you know, the historical side where non-Muslim can use it as well, mm. um, and that's that's the whole idea was to, to put together. Because mm. I so, guess non-Muslims can learn a lot more. Yeah. They're exposed to learning a lot more about Islam through yeah. this app, for example. So like like recently when we done a exhibition Tate, mm. so we know there's going to be ninety percent more than it's not going to be. Muslim, yeah. So when we done a, a like add on our app called Kaaba AR, where they can find out what's around the Kaaba, yeah. So we thought myself, you know, when they come around, they can see what's around the Kaaba because not everyone can visit the Kaaba mm. and they want to know it's just not just a black for them, it's just a black cube, yeah. Uh, there is, but there's a lot of things around it. So they yeah. came and they're fascinating and they it's also giving a dawah, like in a, in a yeah, subtle yeah, way, yeah. you know, more techie way, <laughs> <laughs> so in a, but it's more like a place. So they, they yeah. get fascinating, they get more interesting, they like. I find them that they spend more hours, you know, using and learning and they're giving me feedback. Mm. They, didn't, they didn't know this. And then even the Muslim, some brothers and sisters coming around, they oh, I didn't know this. You know, like mm. everyone knows the black stones, you know, there's other elements as well. So this mm. is the stuff I thought, let me, through their landmark way, like, give them something mm. I can See, do. See, this is the thing, I guess, uh, regardless of what field you're in, um, you can always contribute, right? So if you happen to be in tech, you know, maybe uh, a few years ago, people would have assumed, well, if you're a techie and, you know, you can create apps and stuff, there's not really much you can do in the Muslim, you know, mm. to, to benefit people as a Muslim, you know, in terms of your faith. But actually, you guys are showing and proving that, you know, like you can actually benefit people through apps and, and, and through technology and through social media. So that's actually really good. Let's get a bit geeky for, for a moment, right? <laughs> <laughs> geeky is in terms of all these terms and geeky stuff. geeky all the world. <laughs> 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 yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so... Uh, there's all these like weird like terms that like, I'm not familiar with. Like for example, like Brother Iqbal, you done your you you did your MA, right? And you did it in God knows what something to do with technology, oh, so right? So what is this okay, what is this thing? It's like called E E G and when I saw the word I was like <laughs> Subhanallah, how do you pronounce this? Like electro uh, I'm not even gonna okay, while, I, while I was um 
I was uh, I was working in wireless department as Samsung designer of Europe. So I was yeah. doing all the UI, um, latest mm-hmm. UI, everything on mobile phones. And um, and I thought I want to study and I want to work on this brainwave thing. And then I asked them one of my directors, and he said, "Oh, why don't you do? I'll give you a scholarship, apply for it, and you can just study one year at the university." And like again, I watch was my old university where I done my BA because of the teachers. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm happy to travel two hours. Seriously, I'm not joking, because of the teachers. Just because of them. And I told, I, um, I told him like, Martin, what do you think of this idea? He said, "Ah, oh, this is excellent. He's a German. Ah, oh, this is excellent. You should come." And I see from there, and um, so um, the idea was how computer. Yeah. knows um, human emotional so how does computer feels how you feeling so computer so if, feel how you, f- how yeah, you yeah, feel how you feeling so for example if you give me like a coke yeah. and if I drink it I can give you a feedback through my brain wave okay how does it work you get that EEG device which is a long way <laughs> electric say orthog- it. come on <laughs> electric or- orthogon or something like that I don't know sorry <laughs> I try my best okay. and you put that device in your headset yeah and uh, it's just a bluetooth on your fo- on your computer and it gives you signals like yeah, delta, yeah. alpha, and each code. So if you blink your eyes, it gives you the code. So you blink wow. your eyes. So he knows you're blinking your eyes. He knows when, how you're feeling yeah. in terms of like attention, meditation, everything, that kind of stuff. So we are this this was more experiment. Again, I went be wild. I for myself. Mm. I didn't even for grade, by the way, because grade wasn't for me. It wasn't important. My main was like practical project. Yeah, yeah. Let's say something that out of my comfort zone. Like I never, you know, done this before. And that's that's it. But isn't that a bit scary, man? Like, isn't that a bit it's intrusive? Like, technology is a bit like it knows how you feel and all of that. Like, someone could just argue, I, I, I don't want that thing well, near what, me. What, what would you prefer? Someone looking at you through your smart com- uh, phones <laughs> or camera or someone's feeling you? Then, which one do you prefer? I don't prefer then, either, to be honest <laughs> with you. Then you, have to be, then you have to get up from the matrix. <laughs> you have to pull your flag up. Jump onto that horse, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I might have to. Well, yeah. Okay. So that that that's 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 was the idea was. Um. Yeah. I mean, even it's quite shocking when I went there and like a group. So everyone talks about their projects. So when mm. I came out with my projects, all right, everyone thought I'm like some. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not seriously. Even that time, I was talking about augmented reality, all right. Yeah. And I was talking about facial recognition, and they say it's, it's not going to happen. No way. Okay. How long ago was this? That was 2010. Seriously, wow, they say okay. it's not going to happen, and I thought you'd be surprised. Look, now we were living selfie world. Everyone takes selfie. Yeah, yeah. You know, Instagram came up. Everyone loves selfie and Snapchat. Now people like happy to become dogs and cats now. <laughs> you understand? Now, seriously, is <laughs> yeah, dog filters and all oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, they they they're not happy to that. Seriously, so crazy. But do you think that back in that time, say ten, fifteen years ago, mm. would that exist or not exist? Meaning, would that everyone would be up for it? People used to be shy. Mm. Now we were, now you know what people eat as well. They you know food and everything, uploading. Wow, uh, and uh, Ismail, what's like the let's say a term uh, that you have come across that is weird, strange? If I'd come across a weird term, I would very quickly get rid of that term and make <laughs> it into something simpler. Okay, um, I like I like because it because your ability to like do anything isn't measured by how fancy the words yeah, are. Yeah. Um, and if you think about like even really cool public speakers, it's very rarely the one that uses tons of jargon. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's actually easier to speak to somebody even on stage when it feels very conversational yeah um so it's in my view it's better to avoid these things and just to describe something that the audience can relate to mm, this is right. what i was talking about when i was meeting the guy um the lift i mm. could have said all this word yeah and but that word the only thing is going to make him confused yeah you wouldn't understand the 
So you just showed him the app, basically. Just showed him the app because sometimes, because the advice just showed him and that's and that he speaks and that for himself. Trick. Yeah. And what about this whole like, um, you know, like AR, you know, uh, augmented reality, and this what's the other one? Uh, VR, virtual VR, reality. yeah, virtual reality. Yeah. So like, what what's all that about? What's so, the what's the difference? So virtual reality is just with the glasses where yeah. you can be part of the 3D world, and AI is just more you can see the 3D world on through the phone. Okay. So. The so virtual reality is like as if you're there. There, yeah. Yeah, because I saw this thing recently. I think it's, it, it might be like kind of similar to what you were speaking yeah, about. Yeah, like yeah. You can actually do, like you can go for Hajj. Oh, yeah, Makkah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, can go yeah, for yeah. VR. You yeah, can yeah. see the Kaaba. You can yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, walk around and stuff. So is that literally what it is? It's what it is. It's basically like you become a part of a 3D world. You entice really? So Yeah, that's why it's... So it's, it's, a, it's a quite good thing where, like, you know, it's a, again, another... <clears throat> educational thing is how to do twelve. Not everyone mm. knows, so you just put everyone put them there, and I stick in the twelve, get the reward as well. I'm not joking about that. <laughs> so I don't say everyone's yeah, no, no. people are gonna <laughs> stop booking their tickets to Umrah and start. No, so yeah, that's that's the that's the idea. But not only that, say like not everyone can go and visit, especially mm. especially if you want to give like you know non-Muslim or elderly person, mm. they want to know how to do, you know, visiting diff- different country, learning about different places as well. So yeah, it helps helps them as well. So, mm. but it's not always a solution, but it's help them. Okay, very interesting. Uh, there's there's so much out there, I guess nowadays, like you know, and so much to explore. Uh, and uh, I guess we, you know, just coming to a close soon. But um, what's the future of of tech? Would you say, Ismail? What what would you say is the future? Um, even even if it's uh, you personally, I mean. Are you going to stop at Scoodle? Are you, are you planning to take it to, to the next level? Are you planning to explore any other avenues when it comes to tech? Um, I want Scoodle to be a company that's the size of something like Airbnb or LinkedIn. Mm, okay. Um, and to do that at the bare minimum, it's a 10-year mission. Um, and it's a mission that should reach hundreds of millions of people. Mm. Um, so that's where my focus and my heart and my mind and everything else uh, is pretty much aligned to. Okay. And Brother Iqbal? And now I'm working on a different project, but it's for everyone. Mm. So, because I think everyone means it's like everyone to learn about these places, but you can't know everyone. I'm sure, unfortunately, you couldn't go able to go and visit Al-Aqsa. Mm-hmm. You know, you, so there's a lot. Yeah. There's, so I'm more focusing on this area now. Yeah. And more like building 3D and just to see what's around Al-Aqsa. Is. Even to give them, you know, about the places and make sure the importance about the places as well so but it's for muslim and non-muslim as well so so with the word we're using is more subtle and yeah, yeah. You know, not too <clears throat> complicated as well and just more make it fun for the kids mm. that, that way as well so so this is the stuff that i'm building on now yeah so Towards 10 years let's say 10 years time what do you guys expect to see like because like i know but in 2010 you were saying that yeah. you know like this whole facial recognition thing people are laughing at it and now Everyone's unlocking their phones, but just just through yeah. that. So, like in ten years' time, what what do both of you expect to see? That's crazy. End of my sound. I think automation is increasingly becoming a big thing. Um, it's been done on a micro level, like self checkouts, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, a ton of people aren't working there anymore. But taking that to the level where it becomes part of the the average person's living experiences. Um, so things like you know self-driving Ubers, mm. which then come down to the price point of actual bus travel, um, mm. which would be very interesting to see. Um, even within the home automation, like your, the, the Google Homes and smart tech, it's no longer just a thing that Bill Gates has in his house because it's just like, wow, how do you even do that? Yeah. But things are so well built together that 
the average person can spend 50, 150 pounds and actually build a pretty smart home mm. where you can control, you know, your heating system when you're out and like move your house and you're not there and things like that. Um, but I think at a grand scale, automation poses very interesting challenges around um, employment because there's a big narrative mm. in discussion around what happens to those that have been trained to do, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And now a machine can do it better, which is great. But, mm-hmm. you know, what then happens to those that aren't able to continue working in the same fields anymore? Likewise, with, with it's taxi drivers, truck drivers, delivery organizations. Mm. And so it's a very interesting discussion. I think now there's kind of this whole big research around universal basic income. Yeah. Um, the idea being that, well, there's going to be so much of the world that's not going to be working maybe we should just give everybody like a minimum salary to exist and yeah mm. it'd be interesting to see how that pans out and you know tying it in with school do you think it's ever going to get a, uh, to a point where teachers are out of jobs because you're learning from a i mean i guess people are turning to google and stuff anyway for answers but i'm, I'm literally like mm. i literally mean do you think people will be learning from like a, a robot so i think for me personally um it depends how you define learning because mm. if learning is just about transmitting information then yeah you can use machines now mm. just watch a video it's, it's there already um but this idea of kind of really powerful inspiration and motivation mm. um i don't think the human touch can be replaced yeah um if anything i actually expect <clears throat> to see a, a greater demand in people wanting to join the teaching profession because it's actually very difficult to replace a teacher mm. that's a very interesting take and in our islamic tradition by the way it's very rich with like we are taught to go out to travel and to actually sit with the teacher not you know, through skype like, uh, not through <laughs> <laughs> but you know but it's true like the 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 effect that it has yeah. you know and the impact is completely different even if you're even if it's through skype you know yeah. like is is not the same as you physically going to the teacher and learning uh, and what do you expect to see I, I think i think um it's more connection like now source now so for example if you're looking for a coder mm. you can just go to a site you can find someone yeah. develop or any, anything teachers anything like that but it's you'd be lost. So I think what's going to happen is more smart home has been used and not everyone likes it now, but I think very soon they're going to evolve more like, you know, in uh, front of your door, there's a camera there. You recognize mm. who the person is, your dad, mom, brother, friend, or robber or someone <laughs> from your house. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so so there's only they exist, but not to, uh, there's only testing per, um, places as well. Yeah. So there's another thing called hologram. So for example, like, like you said, so now you're teaching me. Yeah but you're hologrammed. So I still okay. get that kind of physical appearance. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they know like, you know, yeah, these yeah, are the yeah. stuff that um, they, they're doing this as well. I think Microsoft have done a lot on this hologram recently. Yeah. A lot of hologram, like, like say, I want to travel to say, um, New York for a presentation. Mm-hmm. Rather than you me flying just... over, I can just form my thing, boom, I'm there. It doesn't have the same thing, but this is stuff it's that they're the experimenting. Yeah. They all not some, because not all experimenting always work. Mm. Again, the cost is important, and consumer, if they need it, then yes. If not, then goes to the you know, empty, empty <laughs> doors. And uh, final piece of advice from 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 both yourselves, um, for for f- especially for the viewers and and for the listeners, um, you know, for those who who want to get started with something. I know, smile. You you, you I, I already know what you're gonna say. Just do it, right? <laughs> I know what's coming, but. Like, you know, just a piece of advice for those who are watching, want to get involved, you know, would you encourage more people to start with these, uh, you know, and, and start developing their own apps maybe uh, and, and getting and, and, and start their own startups and business? Would you encourage that final piece of advice? For yeah, I would encourage that. Yeah? I mean, just do it or do it, I think. <laughs> I think 
you never know. Once you try, go mm. for it. I mean, but you have to be smart. It's like don't work hard, work smart. Mm. Um, you know, just just be and take feedback as much as possible. I mean, you can't make everyone happy. Um, so but again, it's smart. Start small as well. Like yeah. you know, we're trying to take over the world. I mean, start area, localize, and then grow, grow, grow. Rather than I'm taking over the world. You know, once you know, don't worry about the likes or you know yeah, downloads. Yeah. You know, these are the like <clears throat> you know. Once you get that work, it's gonna go automatically. Mm. Focus on the content. You know, this is a more, a more, more strong. Focus on these, and then you will you know get it better. Yeah. Brilliant piece of advice and smile. I would add something a little bit more. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, yes, just start, but don't be passive with your intentions. Mm. Um, so what I mean, like, if there's anybody that is listening, is like, hey, I really want to do something. On the back of this, you should be setting yourself a very fixed, firm deadline to achieve mm. something by. Um, that's the reason why before, like, I emphasize <clears> what you can do in a week. Yeah. If you really think you can't do it in a week, say a month, say two weeks, say whatever it is you want to put. Uh, but be very, very, very specific. Like, hold yourself accountable. Mm. Just saying, oh, I'll build it one day, it's just like, you know, some weird level of procrastination. You're not doing it. Mm. Um, until you exist, you don't exist. doesn't matter what's in your head. Yeah. Um, so, yes, just start, but hold yourself accountable to something very tangible. Um, tell others about it, too. Give others an update of that deadline. Tell them to ask you, like, hey, how's it going in a mm. week or two's time? So you create that um almost pressure on yourself to actually get things up and running perfect and uh, where can we find scoodle is it available now on on iOS now it's and it's everything android yeah. we love you guys too um, <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you <laughs> it's android ios um and on web as well one of the big things that we pushed is we're the only platform now that doesn't charge uh booking fees on both sides as in tutors mm. don't lose their money and parents don't pay anything extra Okay. Uh, either so it's actually a win-win for both sides more than what exists elsewhere brilliant and uh, islamic gps available everywhere alhamdulillah i mean yeah. i mean funny enough we started with iphone first <laughs> and, yeah and once we launched iphone the amount of email we got android this is how this is how <laughs> felt this is all the research on android yeah. and this is how far that made a mis- big mistake because they actually <laughs> emails you say look it's not fair yeah, it's yeah. not an android i'm so sorry Mr. Allah, we're doing it <laughs> 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 but that, that's, that's a yeah Alhamdulillah. Perfect. So uh, make sure you all, inshallah, download uh, the apps. It's available everywhere, as they said, and they don't discriminate against uh, Android users as well, So which is which is brilliant <laughs> for the likes of myself. Alhamdulillah, make sure you download it, uh, Islamic GPS and Scoodle. Uh, a huge, huge thank you to, to Brother Iqbal and, and Brother Ismail for your time. Honestly, really uh, appreciate it. Thank you also for inviting us. Thank you so it's much. Uh, honestly, <laughs> it, mean, it means a lot. And I know you guys are busy, um, but it's been amazing to get just a really you know small insight into the world of tech um, and i wish you both all the best in your future endeavors inshallah may allah make it easy for you both and uh, of course a huge thank you to all of our listeners and viewers of your own feed thank you so much for tuning in again we hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel for all the future episodes that are coming your way amazing amazing guests lined up uh, and uh, of course spread the word inshallah your feed podcast uh, spread it far and wide so that more people can inshallah benefit i'm your, i've been your host uh, shabir and uh, until next time from myself from iqbal ismail and the rest of the umfi team we'll see you then assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh